Hi everyone, my name is Lisa Welsh, and you're listening to Microgreens for growers and consumers. So today, in our little episode, we're going to talk all about peas. You know, peas, the vegetable that everyone kind of likes to eat because, well, they taste kind of like peas. Um, I laugh because when most people describe the flavor of pea microgreens, they say, well, it tastes like peas. Well, okay. Well, what do peas taste like? Well, like peas. Hmm. How do you quantify or even identify what peas taste like unless you previously know what peas taste like? I don't know. That's a conundrum I may never understand. But peas, as you know, are a common vegetable. They're um, consumed in almost every corner of the world. Um, You're probably familiar with them. You probably do know what peas taste like. Some of you may not have had pea microgreens. So what do pea microgreens taste like? Well, they taste like peas. Ha ha ha. I just couldn't resist it. But a lot of times people add them to your smoothies, um, to their food. Basically, anything you'd add a lettuce to, you can add them to. Um, They are also, just like all the other microgreens, very nutrient-dense, containing up to 40 times more nutrients. Um... They can also help promote overall health, ward off disease, and do all the other great things that microgreens can do. Um, As you know, pea microgreens are the young leaves and shoots um, that sprout from the seeds found um, within the seeds. Every pea is a seed and every pea can sprout to form a new legumine plant. However, not every pea is suitable for sprouting due to the neurotoxins found in most legumines. So that means you want to know where you're getting your seeds from, who's telling you what you can grow, and how you can grow them. So that's just another reason why I personally only get my seeds from a trusted source. Um, But typically in microgreens, your most common types are going to be your uh, snow peas and your sugar snaps. Um, They have very very low levels of potentially dangerous neurotoxins um and they also produce a sweeter microgreen that have a better balance for incorporating within your smoothies but it is important to understand what they have inside of them a single cup of pea microgreens has 50 percent of your adults recommended daily allotment of vitamin c yay we like vitamin c it reduces against obesity, inflammation, infections, pneumonia, basically anything bad, you want to have your vitamin C. Um, the iron amount, um, the iron concentration, I should say, in peas is substantial and can also prevent deficiencies and anemia. Um, pea sprouts, pea, micro, uh, pea microgreens, sorry, are high in protein. I forget, we've just now started selling um, sprouts at our market to our customers. We don't grow our sprouts, but we do get them from a reputable seed dealer, and uh, we basically are a pass-through. We sell them uh, mostly because we had a lot of need for them at our market, and I wanted to make sure that if people were going to sprout, that they were getting it from a reputable source. I can't tell you how many people out there with uh, doing things that are not coming from reputable sources, which kind of stinks. But, nonetheless, um, let's see. So, one cup of, oh yeah, I told you that already. 
35% of or 50% of your daily vitamin C. And 15%, by the way, of your daily vitamin A. Um, so, it's also pea shoots are also dense with the antioxidants and phytonutrients needed to support your body's complex inflammation system. So, they help you reduce your inflammation. Um, one of the big studies that they've done point to microgreen peas um, helping out a lot with people with diabetes. There is, um, there's more research to conclude. Um, however, because of the nutrients um, that are in peas, it's very easy to help keep regulated your blood sugar level. Um, so, considering those are important things to have, that is why peas are recommended for that. Peas should also consider they may not directly induce weight loss, but they are an effective ingredient in trying to lose weight. Maybe because they fill you up. I'm not really sure. I've never gone on a diet and eaten pea shoots. But if I did, I would let you know the results. Because that's what I'm here for. I'm here to help you guys. So in a nutshell, that's like the majority that I can say about peas. Although it did just spark an idea in my head. Um, hmm. I should try that. Maybe one day I will try being a guinea pig for you guys and I'll just do all types of weird things um so as you know they're full of vitamins they are anti-inflammatory and they boost cardiovascular health cardiovascular health um and the reason they think that peas are good for your weight loss is because of their high fiber content fiber is known as we know to keep you feeling full for longer Pea seeds grow in stages, which we have to pay attention to while growing as microgreens. The first, just after germination, when pea seeds sprout. Some gardeners harvest their peas, but some, and they harvest them as sprouts. But we don't do that because we're microgreen growers. So we wait for the next stage. The sprouts anchor roots and send up a lanky stem that is topped with cotyledons. These baby leaves are exactly what we're going for when we go for microgreens. But I will tell you, I have noticed, well, actually with every single microgreen, uh, some people grow them into baby greens, some people sell them as microgreens. The consistency of what is considered a, a microgreen, uh, some farmers choose to go after different stages on their own, which I guess is okay, but not okay if you're a consumer and you're not quite sure what you're getting. But nonetheless, um, so at the stage of the cotyledons, that's what we're going for because that's what microgreens are all about. Um, you can let them grow past the microgreen stage and into pea shoots. Um, basically, it's just a couple more days and it does keep the health benefits. The flavor can vary slightly, um, but pea shoots have a textured microgreen don't and that is the tendrils. Some people love the little tendrils, which is like the little curls that go down. Um, there are a ton of peas that people like to grow. Um, there's the dun pea, the early frost peas, which I personally do not like the early frost. There's um, green arrow peas, Lincoln peas, um, speckled peas, tendril peas, yellow peas. Oh, speaking of yellow peas, that reminds me of something we should talk about. How do you grow 
yellow microgreens. You know what I mean by yellow? I mean, there's no green on your microgreens. Well, what do you mean? Aren't they supposed to be green? They're vegetables. They should be green, right? There is a calling for what I will call... I don't know what I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it blacked out microgreens. So if you grow your microgreens completely in the dark, like corn, right? Because we all know that corn comes out this gorgeous yellow. If you've never grown it, I hate growing corn, but it comes out this very pretty yellow. And it's because corn does not get exposed to the light. Because once it does, it tastes like yuck. I think corn tastes like yuck. Anyway, but... I'm apparently on an island by myself because a lot of people like it. But to me, it tastes like sugar. And, well, that doesn't taste that good. Anyhow, so when you grow microgreens in complete darkness, they are considered yellow. And they look yellow because they don't have the light. So I believe it's the chlorophyll or whatever doesn't get to do what it needs to do. I think that's the right word. It could be the wrong word. And if it's the wrong word... Don't shoot me. i just trying to help you with what I do know. Basically, I know that if you do that, it will become yellow. And some chefs actually like it better. Because they like the fact that it is, um, they think it's prettier. I personally don't think that it looks prettier. I think it looks kind of weird. And it looks like it maybe shouldn't be a vegetable. Or certainly not a vegetable I want to eat. But it is common. Um, they call them golden. That's what they call them. That's right. Oh, somebody grew Swiss chard. No way. Oh, very interesting. Um, huh. So, basically, uh, there's still... I just googled in yellow microgreens, and man, there are definitely some things going on with people in their, their microgreens. Huh. Oh, it's because the chlorophyll in the leaves hasn't carried out. I'm assuming it's... Uh, hasn't carried out all of its things. I don't know what the next word would be, but it's probably a big word that's not for me. Hang on, let me find out. You guys have gotten me curious. Not enough light. Um, let's see. There's alternatives. Too many seeds. My too many seeds. Uneven sunlight. My microgreens are turning yellow. Photosynthesis. That was the word. So, during the blackout, your microgreens can look yellowish because the chlorophyll in the leaves hasn't carried out photosynthesis yet. And this is normal. And they'll turn green as soon as you place them under light. However, some people choose not to put them under light and choose to, again, have them completely grown in the yellow. I have not had a chef call me for that in a long time, but I am very familiar with it happening. Um, I personally, I don't know if I would grow them for them like that. Again, probably because, I don't know, it just doesn't seem like something I'd want to do. I keep them in the blackout because for one when you keep them in the blackout and there's no light they're harder to care for hard to keep that air circulating under there you have to have black bags or have fans going so I just prefer to make my life easier and just grow them the normal way but if you're interested or if you ever did there is a way to do that and they are called um, I forgot what they're called they're, whatever call them yellow microgreens um, so, now you learned something else new today, aside from a little bit about peas. My personal favorite peas are the um, Dunn pea. I like them the best. Um, I don't know why. Probably because it was the first brand I started with. 
and I got the most familiar with it. Then, um, that's about it. I have tried some of the other peas, especially the early frost. I did not have much luck at all with the early frost. I hated those peas, very much so. And then I went back to my normal peas, where I continue to stay to this day. I do find that pea microgreens tend to lend themselves better with mixed with others. I find that because of their weight and their size, they just seem to do better when I mix them up with other varieties. So, those are my tips for today. You guys have a great week. I'll talk to you next week. And next week, I think we're talking about... I don't even know. I think it might be marigolds. It could be. It could be marigolds. Something like that. Sounds good to me. So, I'll talk to you next week. Have a good night.